Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and by now you probably know that this is the little program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection, an assortment of music from the first half of the 20th century. We open today with a pretty hot record and beautifully recorded by the folks at DECA. It's Claude Hopkins and his orchestra in September of 1934, a good old Jelly Roll Morton tune called the King Porter Stomp. Sir, ah, I tend to think of the Claude Hopkins Orchestra as being fairly, how do I put it, uh, polite sounding. Not so there. The band was firing on all cylinders and it sounded just terrific. That was the King Porter Stomp, played by Claude Hopkins and his orchestra, recorded for DECA in New York on September 14th, 1934. 
1934. And that welcomes you and me to this edition of the Shellac Stack. If you're just joining us, welcome. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm playing 78s of the early 20th century. This past week, I pulled a fistful of early DECA records off the shelf and was playing through them and thought to myself, you know, this might make for a fun Shellac Stack program. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to spend the entire hour in the months of August and September 1934 listening to some of the very first recordings made for the then newly formed American DECA label. In fact, the label was so new that all of the performances we'll hear on today's program were committed to wax before DECA had even released a single record. Yeah, they wouldn't release their first record until mid-October of 1934, so all of these were already in the can by the time the first DECA record came out. The DECA label was formed in England in 1929 um, by a guy named Edward Lewis, and it very quickly established itself as one of the leading British labels. And in 1934, Edward Lewis got together with Jack Cap recently of Brunswick here in the U.S., and uh, hatched the idea to bring the DECA label to the United States. The first recording sessions for the American DECA label were held in August of 1934, and Jack Capp used his connections with performers like the Mills Brothers, Bing Crosby, Guy Lombardo, Ted Lewis, and many others to stock the new label with some extraordinary talent. DECA came swinging right out of the gate, you could say, with uh, all kinds of great stars and some beautifully recorded selections. The idea was to compete against RCA Victor's budget Bluebird label. DECA records were initially marketed at 35 cents apiece. Remember, this was still the Depression, and most people didn't have a lot of money to buy records. Even so, DECA did really, really well right off the bat and uh, became one of the main powerhouse labels of the later 30s and on into the 1940s. But as I said, today we'll stick to the very first few weeks of DECA's recording operations. We'll hear sessions from New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles. This is not meant to be a comprehensive survey of early DECA sides, just a a fun smattering of things, odds and ends, some vocalists, some dance bands, some jazz bands, some good pianists. Um, I think we'll have fun. And we're going to continue right along now with one of DECA's very first big stars. In fact, this is the first DECA record, at least in terms of number. It's DECA 100, recorded in Los Angeles August 8th, 1934, at what I believe was DECA's very first session. Bing Crosby sings the great tune by Carrie Jacobs Bond called I Love You Truly. To start off today's Shellac Stack, here's Bing Crosby. I love you With its sorrow, life with its tears fades into dreams when I feel you near. I love you truly, truly dear. Thank you. 
Our love, it's something to feel your kind hand. Ah, yes, it's something just by your side to stand. Gone is the sorrow, gone doubt and fear. I love you.
coming from Rio Janeiro With nice oily hair and full of hot air I'm an expert at shooting the bullo I'm seeking a fair senorita Not thin and yet not too much meat I'll woo her a while in my Argentine style I'll carry her off of her feet Twas at a swell cabaretta While whining and dining I met her We drank one or two as other folks do The night was wet but she got wetter She told me her name was Estrella She said, stick around me, young fella Mosquitoes, they bite, and they're awful tonight And you smell just like citronella I can't forget that senora While telling her how I adore her Asleep she did fall, I didn't mind that at all Oh, but she was a terrible snorer She was a dancer and singer At me she kept pointing her finger And saying to me, see, si, senor, see, si, see si. But I couldn't see a darn thing She told me that she was so lonely So I climbed upon her balcony While under her spell I heard someone yell Get away from here you big baloney Oh I swore I'd win the senorita So I wooed her upon the sofita Then her husband walked in What he did was a sin I can still hear the birds sing tweet tweeta Returning to Rio Janeiro Minus my hair, a bruise here and there For her husband, he chewed off my ear-o Since her husband, he chewed off my ear-o I've cried and shed tears in my bureau For when friends say to me, what is yours going to be? I go thirsty because I can't hear-o A little while back, I played a version of that song, A Gay Caballero, sung by Vernon Dalhart. Here we heard the composer himself singing it, Frank Crummett, a recording made in New York on August 17, 1934. That was Decca 114, A Gay Caballero, quite a humorous song. Frank Crummett didn't sound much different than he had more than a decade earlier when he was making acoustic records for Columbia. Of course, he probably reached the peak of his fame in the later 20s, with a series of sessions on the Victor label, but he was still sounding very good in the mid-1930s when he started recording for Decca. Before that, Ethel Waters sounding absolutely lovely on a beautiful tune called Give Me a Heart to Sing To. That was made in New York on September 5th, 1934, issued on Decca 141. And starting the set, Bing Crosby, who I believe also did a nice rendition of Give Me a Heart to Sing To, but we heard him sing I Love You Truly, from August 8th of 1934, that one made out in Los Angeles, and as I say, issued on DECA 100. Let's turn next to a selection by Louis Panico and his orchestra. 
Louis Panico had been a trumpet or cornet player with Isham Jones's orchestra back in the early 1920s, and in the mid-30s, he made a handful of sessions for the Decca label. We'll hear Wabash Blues, this one recorded in Chicago on September 7th, 1934. It's Decca 159, but my copy of this is actually a vinyl test pressing, probably pressed up in the mid-1930s. The label is absolutely blank. It doesn't really say anything on it, but I was able to use the matrix number to identify it. After that, we'll hear from Jimmy Lunsford's orchestra in September of 1934, a great Duke Ellington thing called Mood Indigo. It's Deco 131, and wrapping up this set will be Chick Webb and his orchestra with something pretty hot called Rhythm Man, and the vocalist will be Taft Jordan. That one's from September 10th of 1934. All of these recorded, uh, well, within a week of each other in September of 1934, beginning with Louis Panico and his orchestra, the Wabash Blues. And this one sounds so clean because it's that vinyl test pressing.
Everybody walks to rhythm, everybody talks to rhythm. Seems one can do without the rhythm man. searing and soaring trumpet work on that record by Chick Webb's orchestra. I don't know if the trumpet soloist was Mario Bauza or Bobby Stark. Both were in the band at the time. I can tell you that it was Taft Jordan singing the vocal on Rhythm Man, a selection recorded in New York on September 10th, 1934. We preceded that with Jimmy Lunsford's orchestra recording in New York on September 4th of 1934, Mood Indigo, and starting the set, Louis Panico and his orchestra out in Chicago, on September 7th of 1934, Wabash Blues. You know, I often feel that the DECA label doesn't get much love from 78 collectors these days, and maybe that's fair because DECA records are, for the most part, not exactly rare. They sold well from the beginning, and accepting some country or blues performances, most of the pop material is still fairly easily found. That's not to say there aren't some terrific performances on DECA records, as we have heard. And one thing I'll say in DECA's favor, at least in 1934 and 35, they were cranking out some of the best-sounding records on the market. Some of these things are absolutely high fidelity. If you can recall that Claude Hopkins record at the start of the program, that may be one of the best-sounding records I've ever heard of the mid-1930s. And this Czech Web record was not bad either. Uh, sounded very, very crisp and clear. RCA Victor had experimented with high-fidelity recording as early as 1932 and had produced a number of sessions in 1932 and 33 and even into early 1934 that were uh, very, very crisp, high-fidelity things. But they somewhat abandoned it after that. They sort of dumbed the system back down, so to speak. And I've often heard that it was because the records wore too quickly on the period equipment being played with steel needles. That didn't seem to dissuade the folks at DECA who pushed right ahead with this really crisp, high-fidelity recording in their early sessions, and maybe, like Victor, they kind of backed off after a while, but all through the 30s, I think DECA records tend to sound very, very good. By the late 30s and early 40s, they weren't always pressing in the best material, and especially some of the post-war DECAs are almost on sandpaper, (laughs) which doesn't do them any favors. But in the period we're listening to today, I think they sound pretty darn good, and I just wanted to point that out. Let's continue now with something a little sweeter, 
after those hot sides. We'll turn next to Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, who made some great records for Decca in the label's first few weeks. This one is from August 27th, 1934. Carmen Lombardo will sing Stars Fell on Alabama, a sweet song given a sweet treatment. It's Decca 104. After that, the Dorsey Brothers Orchestra, back when they were still together, Tommy and Jimmy give us How Can You Face Me, a great tune written by Fat Swaller and Andy Razaf, sung for us here by Bob Crosby. It was made in New York on September 21st, 1934, and issued on Decca 196. And then we'll wrap up the set with one of the sweetest of the sweet bands of the period, but extraordinarily popular, Orville Knapp and his orchestra. Orville Knapp, back in the 20s, had been with the Coon Sanders Nighthawks, but went out on his own and became a very popular West Coast leader in the mid-30s. Here he is on August 21st, 1934, out in Los Angeles with vocalist Virginia Merrill and a pretty tune called Blue Sky Avenue. To start off the set, though, Guy Lombardo, the sweetest music this side of heaven, Stars Fell on Alabama. Night. 
after what I've gone through, all on account of you, tearing my heart in two. Have you no conscience? How could you be so bold? Why have you grown so cold after the lies you told? No one now seems to be on the level. That's since I found that my angel was just the devil. Why do I love you? Why did you teach me how? After you broke each vow, how can you face me now? to a bit of heaven on Blue Sky
right along in today's survey of early Decca 78s, we turn to the two piano team of Muriel Pollock and V. Lawnhurst. And as an aside, back in the 19-teens, Muriel Pollock wrote some terrific ragtime, including the Rooster Rag, which I have played and recorded, and which has been recorded a handful of times through the years. It's a terrific, terrific piece. Maybe my favorite recording of it is the one by Wally Rose from sometime around 1950. If you ever have a chance to hear it, check it out. In fact, I think I've played it here on the Shellac Stack in the past. But I digress. Muriel Pollock and V. Lawnhurst will give us something called Finesse, recorded in New York on September 8, 1934 at Stecca 164. We'll follow that with the Mills Brothers from September 12, 1934, a great tune by Cecil Mack and James P. Johnson. You'll know it. It's Old Fashioned Love, Stecca 166. And wrapping up this set, some extraordinary piano from Art Tatum, Decca 155, a tune called Emmeline. This was made in New York on August 22, 1934. But starting the set, Muriel Pollock and V. Lawnhurst. love in my heart and there 
it shall always remain. You're like that old ivy vine, cling a little closer all the time. Through the years, joy and tears, just the same. I've got that old-fashioned faith in my heart. And there it shall always be. Although the land may change to see, it will never make any change in me. I've got that old-fashioned love in my heart. Thank you. 
Whether or not it's true, I've always loved the story about Fats Waller playing in a little club somewhere when Art Tatum walked in. Fats said to the audience, Ladies and gentlemen, I play piano, but tonight God is in the house. (laughs) Art Tatum there and Emmeline from August 22nd of 1934. If you're enjoying the Shellac Stack and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to send along your comments, suggestions, or requests. Again, shellacstack at gmail.com. And now I think we have time for a few more on today's survey of early Decca 78s. We'll continue with Glenn Gray and the Casaloma Orchestra, a good song by Hoagie Carmichael called Judy. This was made in New York September 24th of 1934. Pee Wee Hunt will be the vocalist. Then we'll hear Eddie Stone with the Isham Jones Orchestra on August 31st, 1934. Pardon My Southern Accent, a good song by Johnny Mercer. And wrapping up the set, we'll hear Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra, and no coincidence, it's called Wrapping It Up, the Lindy Glide from September 12th of 1934. It's Decca 157. But to start today's final set, Glenn Gray and the Casaloma Orchestra. Judy, sure as your bone. 
Pardon my southern accent, pardon my southern draw. May sound funny, ah, but honey, I love y'all. If you don't like my accent, if you don't like my draw, then just don't listen, let's start kissing. Bet you fall, come on now, let me hear you steal my stuff. When I say, do you love me, all you got to do say, Sean, now, pardon my southern accent. Didn't I hear you draw? Will you just sign or reply? I love y'all. Thank you. 
Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra, concluding today's program with a Henderson original called, appropriately enough, Wrapping It Up. My name is Brian Wright. Thank you so much for joining me this past hour for these 78s here on the Shellac Stack. I hope you enjoyed our quick look at the first few weeks of the American DECA label. If you enjoyed the program, I hope you'll help spread the word to family and friends, and I hope you'll come back next time when we'll do it again. Until then, take care, everyone. Bye-bye.